Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. Kept you waiting, huh? So, uh, this is us after our little break. We all went off and had vacations and saw things and broke things. I don't think anybody broke anything. Not uh, this time. Back sore. Oh, spirit. Yeah, my neck kind of hurt. Uh, but no, we're back. And so this is episode 193. Damn. And it is the first chapter of February's theme, which is spoof slash comedy horror. But we are going to have a special episode for the ladies. No, not for the ladies, but for Valentine's Day. We're going to have a special Valentine's Day episode uh, for later. But for the comedy month in horror... I got to pick, and so I picked one of my favorites. I say this all the time. I'm going to actually sit down one day and have, like, a little episode where I actually talk about my top ten favorite. Oh, this is top ten favorites. Yeah, I'm actually going to do that once. But <laughs> one from my childhood that made me giggle, well, obviously, is Gremlins. Well, you already did that movie. Yeah, I know. But we reviewed Gremlins 2, The New Batch, which is it came out in 1990. So I, I was... Mean, Oh, Electric we Boogaloo would have fit better. <laughs> yeah. There's literally there's literally an electric one. Yeah, yeah. Kremlin's too. Electric Boogaloo. I couldn't handle it when I read the title of this and saw it. The New Batch. Yeah. I was like, all I could process was Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah. I looked at Mike and I was batch. like, what do you think it's like to mix a batch in space? No. <laughs> I was like, that has nothing to do with this, but it's fine. So the first movie came out in 1984. And then this one came out in 1990. Damn, that's really... That was a big gap. Took the words out of my mouth. Um, There was a reason for that. So Joe Dante, the director, didn't want to do another Gremlins movie so quick. Because it was a lot of work to do this. And, you know, Spielberg and everybody else was like, dude, that made a lot of money. We need to get back in here and do another one. Come on, on, we like like money here, sir. And he's like, no, I want to do other things. And so... Time went by. And then finally, they got Joe Dante to come back to do Gremlins 2... With the caveat that he could do whatever he wanted. So that's why this movie isn't a uh, a, a rated R movie, you know, hidden as a PG movie. No, this one is a legit PG-13 kind of film. Real cute, silly stuff. Uh, He added a lot more slapstick because he likes that kind of shit. So uh, it's a lot sillier than the first one. Uh, There's still some graphic crazy moments especially when the gremlins get killed but you're like oh it's a puppet but then it gets all like juicy like especially the one in the the paper shredder and it's like damn that was juicy as hell but you know they they love scenes like that but this movie's a lot more kitty and a lot of people liked it uh, a lot of the reviewers didn't really like that but you know that happens uh, it it go it follows the whole you know, the tradition of a sequel being completely different from the first one. Hey, the first Alien movie is claustrophobic and one alien? Fuck that shit. Here's 300 of them in the sequel and she's fighting the queen and a giant robot. Completely different. Hey, Terminator, he's really scary and he's searching for Sarah Connor? Fuck it, he's the hero in the second one. He's fighting the liquid guy. Huh. <laughs> and they're fighting in a fucking smelting Mercury place. man. So it's, it's the same thing. Sequels kind of have to change. You have to up it up, so... Uh, this one has all of the, uh, what do they say in Muppet movies? 
what one line cameos, and they do that with all their famous people. You mm-hmm. get you get one line like like Lady Gaga was in the intro of the the last Muppets movie and she sang one line and that mm-hmm. was it. And they're like, there you go, thank you, Miss Gaga, <laughs> and then she left. Her and Tony Bennett popped up for one line each. Uh, there are a ton of people in this movie. That just pop up for a little bit. Fucking Hulk Hogan is in this movie. He threatens the gremlins. Uh, they got Christopher. Sorry, folks. Yeah, uh, they got Christopher Lee to be in this. Sir, I think he's a sir, right? Mm, he got yes. knighted. Uh, yeah, Sir Christopher fucking Lee. He was Dracula at one time. Um, but yeah, they got him to be in this movie. Uh, Robert Picardo. He was in Star Trek. I forgot. Was it Deep Space Nine? Yes. Or not Voyager? Not that. Ex- I think no, it's Deep Space, Deep Space Nine. Nine Don't think. be mad at me. Well, fuck it, I can fight y'all. Yeah, be mad. Uh, John Glover, uh, Katie, she always sees John Glover's face. She's like, oh shit, that's Lionel Luther from Smallville. I'm like, it is Lionel Luther. God yep. damn, he looks good. Um, yep. He was baby in this one. Yes. Yup. And so. It's, it's, when, seeing him in this film is one of those, like, how a lot of people are comparing, like, how Jude Law Dumbledore is going to go to Richard Harris Dumbledore no, yeah, in, like, a span day, of 10 years doesn't weird. make any sense. But that's totally what he does in Gremlin. Like, him in Gremlins, John Glover in Gremlins to Lionel Luther in Smallville is only a gap of 10 years. Yeah. And the man puts on, like, a solid 40 years. Like, oh, easily. <laughs> that dude aged very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, he, he got Dumbledore, yeah. for sure. In the, this movie, uh, Zach Galligan, he was in the first one. Uh, he was Billy and Phoebe Cates. Oh, Phoebe Cates. She's back as Kate. Yes, Kate, right? Sure. I think her name's Kate. <laughs> uh, my brain said yes. And so we get, um, what, Mr. and Mrs. Futterman. They yep. were in the first one. Hey, it looked like they got murdered in the first movie, Otis. Don't worry about that. They're in this one. <laughs> he survived, he was sick. That combine machine was coming straight at him, but fuck it, they got away somehow. Even though the gremlin bounces like he ran over something, but fuck <laughs> it, you know? Yay! Uh, over. Fun fact, the wife, uh, Mrs. Futterman, uh, her name is Jackie Joseph, she played the first Audrey in Little Shop Horrors in 1960. Well, God. I didn't know that. And I was like, wow. son of a bitch, she probably has an amazing singing voice that we will never know. I didn't go back and watch the 60s version. Um, but no, this this is it's a sequel. The same kind of things happen. Gizmo gets wet, and then all hell breaks loose. But this time they're in New York in a clamp is a obvious metaphor <laughs> for Trump. <laughs> and uh, the director talked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, he's he's mixed with Trump and Ted Turner because of the whole TV side of it." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah." That was the literal first thing I said when we yeah. when that came on. I looked at Emma. I was like. Okay, Trump Tower. Yeah. Uh, There was a deleted scene where someone told Clint (laughs) that he should run for president. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, they're inside of this giant building that has everything in it. It's like a mall and it has everything on every floor. And it's automated. And then, man, hope gremlins don't get into this giant building and take over. They do. And it's just uh, Billy and all his friends trying to save the day. So, uh... So, Katie, what did you think about Gremlins 2? It's your um, face. <laughs> um, I felt like they were trying to replicate the magic, and it didn't have the same uniqueness as it did in the other one. Um, putting it in a big city, like the threat of it, of the Gremlins getting out into the big city, was better 
Yeah. Like, it added a lot to the momentum of the film. But, I don't know. I wasn't... I don't like this movie as much as I like the first one. And I think it's because it tries to be more cheesy and corny. Um, The overall, like... I don't know how to say it. I think the idea that they... That the gremlins, like, have all these different unique features now... Yeah. Um, is really cool, and some of the stuff they did in this film were really cool, but there wasn't nearly enough gizmo, and... No. Uh, I felt like they just kept trying to recycle some of the shit from the first movie, and it was like, eh, we didn't need that. Like, it wasn't funny. Like, when the... <laughs> when, when they recognized the microwave, and they're like, fucking, no, we're fuck When Phoebe up. Cates... <laughs> no, when Phoebe Cates starts telling her story about why she doesn't like... Oh, uh, something. President's. Oh, Lincoln's birthday. Lincoln's yeah. birthday, something and they were like, like trying the Santa to, thing. It was the Santa thing again. But and she's then, like, I don't. But then someone I don't just think like we have time. silences I don't think we have her. Time for that right now. Like, and then she like keeps going as she pulls her away. Yeah. She's like, he was. He came up to me and he was like, hello, little girl. Yeah, and they're just like escorting so her like, off the screen. They, yeah, I'm like, it was funny because like. I don't know. It's funny and depressing because she was flashed as a kid, but she also like punts the fuck out of a little flasher gremlin. Like, yeah, <laughs> Same just from before the first that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, hey, just. Baby, I'm back. <laughs> it's good. It's it's a good movie. It's funny, but I don't think it has the same uh, like horror aspect. Yeah. As the first one, I think the first one is much scarier than this one is. For sure. It Emma. has. I would. Agree. It the first one does have more of an element of um, what the fuck is going on right now. This one is like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I there's a portion with that gorgeous cathedral mm-hmm. that I've had the privilege of singing in. Which oh, that's cool. The acoustics in that building, Otis. I was like, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I have to hold this high note. I'm not gonna cry. Oh, but awesome. I would have loved if they would have actually taken the front of that building and for at least a little bit after this came out, put a huge gremlin gargoyle (laughs) on the top of it. Because I was like, that's perfect publicity. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, no, I mean, this movie was more hilarious than it was... You know, spooky in a way, which yeah. I mean, I yeah. get that's that's the goal that they went for on this one. They really did, but I can agree that a lot of it was like mm, that was an unnecessary giggle point that yeah could have avoided. But like the microwave thing that I was saying, like when they see the microwave and they're like microwave, oh, yeah. <laughs> like they somehow have this sense of remembering that somebody got fucked up in the microwave in the last one. Yeah. So they throw all the pots and pans in it to fuck it up so they don't have a chance to be messed up in it. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I liked it, but it was it was very goofy. Yeah. Micah, how about you? <clears throat> yeah, it was incredibly campy compared to the first one. <laughs> Which, I mean, when you go from small town charm to, you know, big city New York... You gotta do something, and yeah. it definitely, it definitely felt like a passion project more than anything. Like they were just dicking around in some of these scenes. <laughs> um, it was fun though. It. I don't want to say it's better, but I feel like a lot of horror movies are almost benefit. 
from being campy. Yes. Especially nowadays. I mean, obviously this was in 1990, but nowadays we're all just too damn jaded and tired yeah. to be <laughs> scared by a movie. Good, man. Like, I'm like, oh yeah. And then, you know, if they if they try to go too hard on a horror movie to make it too serious, they either do a really good job setting something up and then ruin it at the end, which we have discussed many oh, times. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, it's just like over the top CGI where it's just like, man, this isn't even it just mm, stop it. No, <laughs> quit. <laughs> I, I almost feel like that's why we've kind of at least last year, early last year, we dove so hard into foreign horror. Oh, yeah. It was oh. because it was like legends that we didn't know about. We couldn't really understand what was happening. So there was just a whole different vibe to it. Oh, yeah. But so having a, vi- a movie like this where it's just campy and everybody's having such a good time. Like you can tell <laughs> that everybody's just enjoying what they're doing and... You know, it was basically like showing off the personalities of the different evil gremlins, you know, <laughs> having some that were like overly goofy or one that, you know, the one that they brought home that was like hyperactive. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's eyes on shit. and then like the science experiments, having this super intelligent one and the, oh man, it was, it was fun. Like I, I could see that that movie was like. Let's just get people in the door and have a good time. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they want to see... Everybody's here for Gizmo. He's adorable. We're going to sell a lot of Gizmo toys. Like, yeah. let's be real about it. <laughs> Nowadays, Funko would be like, oh, I'm sorry. You have how many different variations we can oh, do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm actually shocked they don't have a Gremlins line of Funko Pops. They, they have to. It's probably old or something. There's got to be a Funko line. I'm just, not that I'm old. Pict- now I'm picturing, like... Uh, a signal being sent through our our, our lines and everything, oh, yeah. going oh, yeah. to, like all la Simpson style, going all the way to the Funko's yeah. headquarters and goes, Gremlins. Yeah. That's just Gremlins Boss, one though, right? We got it. Huh? Yeah. Oh, and the girl. I saw the girl. Yeah. Oh, Greta. Yeah. There's probably like a, a, some, a smaller line. Yeah. Are they Funkos? Yes. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Because somebody out there the was like... flashing gremlin. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> also, I liked I liked the... I mean, well, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll say... I gotta save something. <laughs> okay, so we'll get through this story, and uh, we'll talk about our favorite and least favorite. So, we learn... I think uh, Billy's dad in the first movie says where he was. He said he was in the city, and he talked... He found the shop with Gizmo in it. When we learned it was in Manhattan, in what was it Chinatown, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at Chinatown, Mr. Wing, he is the same old guy from the first movie. Him and Gizmo are having a good time, just, I don't know, singing and being yeah. cool. Gizmo likes TV now because Billy and his family showed him TV. So he's he's just pumped and watching stuff. He watches a little bit of Rambo. I want to say that was First Blood. No, First Blood is when he's, he's back home. Rambo. Yeah. I loved when that came on and he goes, ah. <laughs> but uh, he gets to see Rambo, so now we learn what movie he saw in this one and how he's going to take those tools <laughs> into the real world. So the the Clamp Corporation, as we said before, it's like a nicer Trump. This guy, he's way nicer than <laughs> Trump. He's I'd fucking rather goofy. I love it. He's dancey as all fuck, but he is so And he knows he's got a lot of money, nice. so oh, yeah. if he hears a good idea, he's like, oh. And then right? he's like, yeah, let's that. do that. Oh yes, he's like a true venture capitalist. I will capitalist. truly pay he's you just for that. Put money into projects. Oh, yeah. and... Projects everywhere. So we learn that Mr. Wing, his building, he's the last holdout. Just like what was it up? 
was didn't like they want to build something yeah, where his Carl house was, was the last and he's like no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Wing says no to Daniel Clamp and his company because they want to build a Chinatown just area. Clamp Center. Yes, and so they're waiting on Mr. Wing to say yes, and Mr. Wing's like, no, man, I'm keeping this place forever. And he, but he has a little bad cough, and then uh, what's his name Forster? Forster, uh, Chief Security. He's like, oh shit, we don't have to like wait for his like approval. Just wait for him to die. He's old. You heard that cough. And so a little bit of time goes by, and Mr. Wing dies, and Gizmo's sitting in the building like, well, shit, what do I do now, man? My, my dad's dead. And then the um, they start ripping the house, the building down, and Gizmo runs his little ass outside, and he's like, shit, man, I'm outside now. Like, what do I do? And then he gets grabbed by some scientists. So we'll see what's happened <laughs> with Gizmo later. But we learned that Billy and Kate, they are living in the city, so... Kingston Falls was a little too small for them, and they wanted to get out into the world and make something of themselves, and maybe get married, because <laughs> they're... And wear a really cool hat. Right? They're almost married. So they work at Clamp, the building. Everyone works there, it seems like. Uh, Billy is an artist on one of the floors. Uh, he does the conceptual art of... Uh, kind of like in a movie, or at the end of episodes like The Mandalorian stuff. You know those pictures? Mm-hmm. Those sketches of, like... This is kind of what we want, and then when Con- the, yeah concept, concept art yeah that's okay good concept but he's artist. a he's an architecture artist though yeah but still kind of concepty I would yeah think. I mean yes he draws but that, I mean that's what architects do though that's, yeah. that's like their job yeah. is to focus on the details of the architecture yeah yeah and Kate she is a tour guide yeah the, she yeah she uh. Runs tours throughout the building. Yes. The clamp building. Yeah. So, uh, Billy one day hears one of the delivery guys singing the Gizmo song. And that song, there's nothing like it. So, he turns. He's like, wait, where did you hear that? He's like, uh, I was on one of the floors in the science wing and I heard something singing that. I don't know, some animal or something. He's like, oh, shit. If it's not Gizmo, there's a mogwai here. Which means this place is going to fucking explode because <laughs> gremlins are going to happen. So he sneaks down into the science wing, and he finds Gizmo. Uh, before he gets to Gizmo, um, the scientists that found him on their daily walks around uh, Chinatown, uh, they're like, well, he likes rock and roll. And uh, they start playing music for him, and he's dancing. It was actually, oh, damn it, it wasn't White Wedding. It was another song, but they couldn't get the rights to it. And so they d- used Fat Domino's uh, I'm Ready. So I'm ready, I'm and they to rock roll on it. And Gizmo's like, yeah, hey, I like the song. He's dancing. He tries to run right. off. And, and the Christopher Lee is like, see, this is why you don't let him go. And he's like, we're going to experiment on you, little cute guy. And he's like, Gizmo's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy finds him, sneaks him out, and he tells Gizmo, hey, I need you to sit still because I still got work today. Kate's going to pick you up later. Just stay in my drawer. And Gizmo's like, yeah, I guess I'll listen to you. Five seconds later, when Billy leaves... Yeet! He jumps out, and so he's just out in the world walking. Uh, unfortunately for him, the janitor that's working on the water fountain, hey, that's the original Gomez Adams. Look at him. Uh, hmm. He's working on it, and Gizmo gets sprayed with water, and four... It's the wrench for you. Yeah. Uh, four <laughs> special gremlins, or uh, mogwai, pop out. So in the original one, only Stripe had a mohawk, and they were all brown and white and stuff. In this one... They're all different and shit, and they actually have names that they were named. So the crazy one with the crazy googly eyes, his name is Daffy. 
And Boy, the other he. two is George and Lenny from... Oh, oh damn it. Mice and Men. Yeah, Mice and Men. Because one's really big and acts dumb. And the other yeah. one's like keeping them in line. He's the one with the buck teeth. And, yeah. <laughs> and the other one's keeping them in line. Yeah. And then we have the new Stripe. And he's got like sharp little monkey teeth. And his eyes are red. He looked mean as hell. And so instantly when they appear, Gizmo's like, well, shit. They're about to beat me up. <laughs> They rip off his little armband that he has because of his dad passing. They're like, fuck that. We don't care. And dump him into the air vents. And then they laugh. And then they leave to turn into fucking gremlins. Yeah. Gizmo sighs the saddest sigh ever and starts walking into the vents. <laughs> um, so while this is happening, the, the Mogwai just pop up everywhere. They are at this, what, yogurt stand? And the lady's like, wait, was that a rat? And she's like, no, there wasn't a rat. And then... Stripe just puts his dumb face out of the M&M's. And I, was, I turned to Katie. I was like, that's me. That's what I want to be. Just come out of M&M's. Just, nah. <laughs> I want to live in the M&M's and pop out and Drowning in M&M's. Yeah. Um, right. And so everyone's freaking out. And they accomplished what they wanted. They ate after midnight. So they're already forming into the uh, cocoons. And so Billy realizes, I got to turn off the water in this building. Because these some bitches want to multiply. That's all they want to do. Well, he gets down to the water main, which seemed pretty easy to get to, and he's about to close it, and then a security guard pops up with a, his pistola out, and he's like, what are you doing? You're a little terrorist? And he's like, nah, man, I just need, I just need to turn this water off. Things are going to happen. He's like, no, nah, you're getting arrested, sir. Uh, fortunately for him, the crazy Mogwai, he didn't change yet, uh, he attacks the security guard, bites his little nose, and he runs off around the corner. <laughs> he just giggles and scoots off. And Billy gets arrested because he was really trying to do a terroristic act from his point of view, the security guard. So he gets picked up the next day that morning and more than eight hours have went by. So Billy tells Kate that, oh, yeah, they they have already hatched and they're going to try to get to water. They get back there and they meet up in a, a cooking show because this clamp tower has floors that are just channels. So it has its own cable company and it's cooking with, oh, damn, what's the name? Sherry. No, microwave with Margie? <laughs> I think it was Margie. Mabel? And while she's telling I liked, you... I liked the uh, um, logo that she had. Yes. It was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Marge. Marge. Microwave with Marge. So while she's teaching us recipes for uh, what bologna and... Bologna and bean dip. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what you want to serve oh, to people oh, when they get gross. gross. <laughs> And chowder noodles, or whatever she yeah. called it. <laughs> so while that's happening, the gremlins pop out and scare the shit out of her. And then they, as Emma said earlier, they throw tools into the microwave because microwaves are bad. <laughs> All the and hands. the microwave, when it goes off, it'll explode and cause the sprinklers to go off. Because that's what they really want. They want the water. Sprinklers go off. All the gremlins just fall over to the side and make new gremlins. And then the water's still going. So those gremlins make gremlins. I turned to Katie and said, baby's making babies. And shook my head. Mm. And then the floor just multiplies. Billy meets up with people in security. And he's like, we need to shut this place down. Gremlins are everywhere. He's like, we don't really believe you, sir. <laughs> and then they look at the cameras. They're like, oh, shit. There's... So what if they don't eat after midnight? <laughs> and one of them gets like a sesame seed in his teeth. And he like, <laughs> picks that out at like 1 a.m. Technically, he didn't eat after midnight. Does yep. that count? Right, Billy's like, I didn't make the rules, man. Like, so are they furry before the cocoons or after the cocoons? <laughs> it comes out of the fucking <laughs> dashboard. 
Um, so everyone's getting attacked everywhere. At this point in the movie, it is just pure pandemonium, funny pandemonium. Uh, the they realize that they got to get down to the the labs again because there's guns down there, and then they can use those guns to shoot these gremlins. And it's like that's a pretty good idea. Uh, Christopher Lee gets a gremlin on his arm and just eats his arm away, I guess, and then it kills him. So mm-hmm. bye, Christopher Lee. Um, and the gremlins start drinking things in the lab. And in this lab, they have, like, made all of these really cool inventions. Like, hey, this vial, if you drink it, you're, like, you can turn things on with electricity power. It's like, sweet Jesus, that's awesome. And the gremlin's like, well, I'm drinking this now. Uh, <laughs> and there's everything down there. Hey, there's a, a fucking serum for spider legs, apparently. And, stro- and for bat wings. Yeah. And, and for intelligence. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Stripe drinks the spider serum and then slinks off to do bad things as a giant spider. Oh, God. The sound that every show makes that has a spider oh, in it yeah. that weird. That, like, yeah, that weird ass. Ugh. I'm like, do you think spiders actually make that sound? Or <laughs> like... Uh, one of the gremlins actually drinks a brain formula. So I guess it makes you smart if you drink it. And the gremlin gets smart and it gets glasses out of nowhere. It turns around and has a little... I fucking loved it. Nice pair of glasses. I loved it. <laughs> the original voice, the the voice that they wanted was going to be Tim Curry, but he couldn't do that it. That would have been so yeah. amazing. Tim Curry's voice would have been amazing. As Wasn't he doing It at the time? Probably. So. Or Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. He's, actually. He was doing something. He was busy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it would have been great to hear Tim Curry. He was busy Macaulay nice. Culkin it up. Yeah. So Stripe is usually the leader in these movies. Stripe's gone being a spider, so he's got other things to do. So the brainy gremlin's kind of the leader of the group, and he starts just giving gremlins different powers because he don't care. Uh, he gives one bat wings and then gives him just the ability to not burn in the sun. And he's like, go, be free, cause destruction. And he should really give everybody that, but he said, fuck it, I don't need it, whatever. <laughs> And then that bat attacks Mr. Futterman out in the world, and no one else sees it, and they just ignore it. And Mr. Futterman dumps him in concrete, and then a gremlin just solidifies on top of the building. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of gremlin. A gremlin little gargoyle. So on the inside, like I was saying, uh, there's every type of gremlin, and our pals have to deal with them. Uh, The girls, so Marla, Billy's... Uh, sexed up boss and Kate they get caught up in giant spider webs and they're like holy shit and then Stripe comes out he's like I'm gonna eat y'all <laughs> cause I'm an asshole uh, at this point Gizmo has been just all through the movie just assaulted by his like children and then he finally gets free and he remembers that he watched Rambo you know what Rambo does he fucking kills people so he gets a little cute ass little paper clip and makes a bow and arrow like every kid after this movie did and he makes himself like a Molotov cocktail arrow, and he saves the girls. And he has a little bandana, a little red bandana. He puts it on. Uh, yeah, Gizmo's out here. He's playing. He's he's playing for keeps. Hawkeye. Yeah, he pulls a Hawkeye and uses a trick arrow. Uh, he kills Stripe, sets him that some bitch on fire, and they're like, "Dang, they pushed Gizmo over the edge." <laughs> Gizmo's like, "I'm tired, y'all." Um, so, oh, cool. See, I'm like trying to say stuff. He's showing me cool stuff. Sorry. So, uh, the gremlins, they realize time's getting kind of, it's getting late. So, they're like, well, let's get by the front door. And Billy talks to the nice Donald Trump. And he tells him, hey, can you move all the the clocks ahead three hours? Because if we can make them think that it's about to be nighttime, then we can 
move the shutters from the front like lobby and melt them all with the sun. And he's like, that's a great idea. So while they're all in the lobby getting ready for the sun to to go down, uh, they do a lot of things like have a nice musical number. And this is the first time I heard Rhapsody in Blue. It was actually from this movie. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's the love theme and the train theme is what they play from it. And I was like, God, I love Rhapsody in Blue. And we get to see Greta, the female gremlin. So in the first movie, there were female gremlins, quotation mark. It was just, I guess, gremlins just put on wigs. And we're like, I'm a lady. So Yeah, but in this one, she actually drank a a female potion. (laughs) Yeah, she's a legit lady one. And she is in love with uh, Mr. Forster, the chief security, the asshole of the movie. She's all about trying to get with him. And so he's fighting her off. So they have themselves a musical number, and Billy remembers, hey, isn't there like an electric gremlin? Oh yeah, it's stuck in the phone lines. I have a really dumb idea. And so he has Mr. Futterman turn on the hose and spray water on the gremlins. But Otis, water makes them multiply. Yes. But you know what stops multiplying? Electricity. (laughs) So he sends out the electric gremlin and melts all of the gremlins, and I guess the electric one just dies. It just it does it just goes away. He zaps out. So all the gremlins are dying, and then the smart gremlins like New York, New York, and falls over melting. And I was like, oh, he just wanted to go outside. <laughs> and so the day is saved, and Billy and everybody goes outside, and Gizmo's like, hey, do y'all have cable? And he's like talking about all the channels he wants to watch. He's like HBO, MTV, <laughs> and so uh, everything's good. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh. uh... Nice Donald Trump's like, hey, Billy, I love this picture of Kingston Falls. Hey, I'm going to make a nice um, place where people can live, like nice homes. Call it Clamp Corners, <laughs> where, 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 where time comes to a crawl. Yeah, yeah. yeah time slows to a crawl. Or like <laughs> and he's going to give Billy all the money because he's a billionaire. He don't give a shit. So uh, he's going to get a raise and Kate's probably going to get some job and not be a tour lady. There at the tower. Well, the tower's going to get shut down for a few days because it's just full of green goop. And probably a few gremlins that weren't there in the lobby. So they got to kill all of them. Um, but everything works out for the best. Oh, and then we meet up with Dr. I want to say Dr. Forrester. That's, but that's Mr. Science Theater. Forrester, he is up on like the highest floor and the elevator's out. And he calls down. He's like, hey, I need help. He's like, hey, it's going to be a couple of hours before we get you. Just sit tight, bud. And then we hear wedding music go off and so I assume there's multiple gremlins alive to sing the wedding theme and Greta has made herself a wedding dress and she is walking toward Forster and throws the bouquet at him and then he's like oh my god and he's like eh fuck it <laughs> he says eh fuck it and, and he like slowly slides down leg, if you look at his leg when she starts walking at him with that wedding dress on <laughs> she has humped his pants Gone on one shin. It's fucking great. And then that's the end of the movie. Uh, I I love this movie, but it's silly. This movie could be the worst movie in the world, but it makes me laugh every time I watch it. We were watching this. Katie laughed at a few things. I laughed at every goddamn thing that popped up. They're like, "Eh." they put Gizmo's face in that photocopier. And I was like laughing. Katie's like, "Eh, I mean, I guess that's cool. But I had a great time with this movie, but I like this dumbass movie. So. Katie, who's your favorite character in Gremlins 2? Oh, man. Hold on. Uh, that would be John Glover. Yeah. 
Um, Mr. Oh, Clamp. Nice Donald Trump. Damn it, that was going to be mine. I didn't think anybody was going to choose that one. Howdy, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clamp. He was the best. Um, at first, he kind of seems like an idiot CEO. Yeah. Like, like someone handed him his company and he is unaware of all the things that are happening. Because there's a the first time they introduce him, he's like not fully aware doesn't seem to be fully aware of what's happening but then like almost like uh, a couple minutes in to him talking and you get this complete flip and he starts like oh well this is happening on this floor and these people are doing this and that's shady as fuck and then this is happening on this floor and that's shady. like he knows every single thing he was just kind of playing dumb for a minute and then at the end he ends up being this really nice like great person yeah. he's like the anti Trump essentially Yeah he's um, pretty good at the end Yeah so and his goal was to spend his money on good things like we're you know I'm trying to take it too far into the future like I need to bring it back and do something simple like a small town so Yeah And I love John Glover the man is a magnificent actor and could do anything So John Glover Hundred percent, Emma. Uh, mine was the smallest role ever, mm-hmm. smallest feature of a role, and that was weightlifter Gizmo, because it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I forgot he's he tried, iron. He tried to pick up the the barbell, and he just falls through the floor. <laughs> and then what? What was the other one? He was he was doing something, and he tied the Rambo headband around his head and he tried to do it and like smushed him and he just the sound he goes (laughs) (laughs) I was like the smallest two minute feature in this movie and I was like that's it that's it right there Micah Uh, so my favorite character was Clamp Uh, when he first came down to there and he's like man I've never been down here before but that's gonna change it it gave uh, gave off like that that stupid show Undercover Boss yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, gave off those vibes but I loved how goofy he was and he was just a kid with a bunch of money Yeah. like when he's sitting in his office talking to his secretary and he's like spinning around in his chair and he's just like maybe me and someone gave me a like how about a parade people love parades let's see yeah I'd be like, doing some uh, dumb shit. Oh, let's do some memos. Let's know. do some memos. He was so hyped yeah. to do memos. <laughs> he was so excited. <laughs> oh my god, when the drawer kept opening and he's like, what is that? He goes, uh, automatic oh, door. it's an automatic door. Just drawer, just in case you forget something it opens every uh. now and again. And he goes, I didn't know about that. You didn't know we had those? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's totally a role that John Glover never gets to play. Like yeah. he's the goofball. He's yeah. always the the really serious uh type actor, but him seeing him as a goofball is even fantastic. even when the gremlin he put him through the shredder and he's like, Let go of my tie and he's like, Man, I never used that machine, but uh <laughs> He's oh, like, God damn. When they came in and Forster's like, oh, Billy's a threat. He's like, no, that thing that just attacked me is a real threat. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, my favorite gremlin mm-hmm. is probably the smart gremlin. Yeah, Randy uh, Gremlin. That's my favorite. Uh, I love that every time he went off on like some overly smart ta- tangent, like when he's being interviewed on set, yeah. and he just starts going off. Nobody's paying attention to what he says. Yeah, it's like everybody. As soon as he starts talking, everybody goes, "Hmm." <laughs> I thought you were cooler than that, but okay, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> but he's just like, man, ooh, let, it's sunblock. Let's let's inject him and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> 
all his his brainy talk about it. The sun is something that is absolutely deadly to us all, and he's using all these like. Yeah, his metaphors were amazing. Yeah, but then every time he started talking, every everybody tuned out, and they're like, yeah. "Wow, we're scared and terrified, and what the hell is happening?" Oh God, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Brainy Smurf. Otis. So I had a couple people down. Uh, obviously, Gizmo. He's always going to be one of my favorites. Uh, I love that when after he got assaulted by his brethren, he's like, "I need to get stronger," and he's lifting weights and stuff and hitting a punching bag, and he gets his little bandana. And when he hits the punchy bag and it hits him back and he goes, ah! <laughs> so he's doing all this stuff to get ready, and then he gets serious for once. In the first one, he had his little Barbie car driving 100 miles right? per hour down the street. <laughs> oh, there's uh, a Funko of that too. Oh, cool, cool. But in this one, he got real serious, and then after he did that, when he had the serious moment, when he killed a gremlin like hardcore, yeah. he was just like, dang, that was a lot. And he's kind of sat there. He's like, shit. <laughs> um, Billy was great in this. Uh, and I wrote Brainy Gremlin uh, in the interview when he's like, you know, we just want what everybody else wants. You know, we just want to live. We, I want to go outside. There's things I want to see. There's people I want to see. There's people I want to kill. Just like everybody else. <laughs> I want everything that every other New Yorker can do. And I love that the one Gremlin's got like the little beanie, the propeller hat on. He's like right next, right next to him. He just pulls out a gun and shoots him. And he's like, why did I do that? I don't know. I just just felt like being random and crazy. Uh, Brainy Gremlin is absolutely the best. That's really cute. And uh, him him being the lead in the New York, New York song, absolutely amazing. He had a really good voice. And all the other Gremlins doing the background parts. Oh, my God. If they make a remake or, like, a third Gremlins, it's got to be a New York state of mind. (laughs) Yep. But no, Brainy Gremlin was absolutely amazing. It made just me like smile. one Gremlin in the back doing the bacon pancakes. Bacon, <laughs> <laughs> bacon, pancakes. So, uh, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Oh, easily Marla. That fucking home-wrecking hussy. <laughs> she was a piece She of was work. trash. And I understand that it was 1990, but the smoking indoors and the yeah. smoke, she just like wouldn't stop smoking She's like ultimate chain smoker, and she kept like blowing it in Billy's face. I was like, oh, oh my god, when he so coughs and gross. she just doesn't care. Oh. People are so gross. Yeah. Don't smoke. Number one, like don't fucking yeah, smoke. And but two, if you're gonna smoke, don't be a dick about it. Yeah, like you shouldn't be blowing it in other people's face. Don't be doing it indoors around other people. Like go fuck yourself. And also, don't be a home wrecker. Yeah, you knew he was with her. You knew he was with Kate. And still, you were like, oh my God. slutting all over him. Kate, Go fuck yourself. If we make it through this, you are in so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Emma. Uh, well, you took one of mine. Sorry, so... Marla no, no, sucked. No, no, you're good. Marla was absolute garbage. Um, I'm trying to look up... What's his last name? Tenet? Ten... Who was he? The asshole floor manager... Oh, the the one that the the female gremlin got with? Yep. Uh, his name's Forrester. Forrester, okay. He was a dick. Look mm-hmm. at this houseplant. We don't have houseplants here. We have a very strict design policy. Probably Fuck got you. invasive aphids. Fuck yeah. you. No, that guy was yeah. absolute garbage. Nothing compared to Miss Marla, but fuck was he garbage. Micah. Uh, I'm going with 
um, Dr. Catheter. <laughs> um, <laughs> every, <laughs> you know, his, his, uh, his scientists, you come in and check on him. How's the cloning project going? Great, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it was like everything that they did wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when they, or, oh, when, when she, oh my God, when, uh, the, Post, postal guy brings a, a disease and he's like, oh, is it my is malaria? Is this my malaria? He's like, it's rabies. I got rabies. I already have rabies. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then his, his I receptionist is sneezing. Any and he's germs like, that you want. Can I take that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when when they uh, give the they electrify the cheese and they give it to the rat and you know feed it to the rat and he's like oh this is wonderful and he picks it up and it's like if it wouldn't shock me like <laughs> he's like if only there were a way for me to touch them yeah. oh yeah he he had a mean mean voice had too many yeah, bosses like that yep he was a douche yeah Robert loves it Chris, Christopher Lee's cool but yeah. Otis how about you. Uh, Forster. He was poop. Mm-hmm. But I guess in when you have a boss like like Clamp that's all happy and stuff, someone's got to lay down the law. Yeah. <laughs> and he seemed to be the one that had to do all the firing and stuff. Well, I guess. But there's an extent to the Yeah, law. but he seemed very douchey. And anytime he popped up, he, he did that, like, I'm better than everybody else oh, kind yeah. of thing. Like, anybody would touch him, he'd, like, wipe stuff off and he... Had a nice little hanky. He's like, I don't want to touch that with my hand. Yeah. Uh, he was that kind of guy. And, and, you know, and he got, he actually didn't get what he deserved. He didn't die. And he got a wife. So, uh, maybe. He's like Jafar to the Sultan. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Sultan's a goofy, crazy person. Mm-hmm. Jafar's just a dick. Yeah. He's like, well, someone's got to keep this shit together. <laughs> someone's yeah. got to be mean. Yeah. Because I couldn't see Clamp firing people. He'd be like, oh, I don't want to do this. But. Yeah, but Forrester, yeah, he'll fire the shit out of somebody. So, let's do seven-word synopsis. This is. Uh, So I have two of them. Uh, My first one is, Trump Tower had a wild-ass day. (laughs) And then, Gremlins are good at elaborate musical numbers. I need more musical songs from them. I will absolutely eat that shit up. So, Katie. Uh, Gizmo doesn't listen... Gets cut from movie. <laughs> hey, stay here. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then he was proceeded to only be in like 10 minutes of that entire two-hour movie. Yeah. Gizmo is the best part of this fucking series. He's the cutest thing in the movie. He's literally Grogu, and you gave me a whole fucking movie with 10 minutes of Grogu and a yeah. bunch of these ugly motherfuckers. It was, it was a lot of five-second moments with Gizmo yeah. and then go back to, see, to the story. Well, it'd be interesting to see what toys came out of this around that era because yeah. it's like, well, obviously... Nowadays, everything is merchandising. Oh, and if yeah. it's cute, it's going to be oh, a toy. Everything, oh, everything was merchandising back then, movie. too. Have you thought about merchandising? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to lose the headband. <laughs> <laughs> there were gizmos. They had, I know they had stuff to oh, gizmos. Oh, my grandpa, my grandpa had a gizmo costume. Like, yeah. with the full gigantic gizmo head that you put on. <laughs> That's dope. I saw a lot of cars with the gizmo on the side. Yeah. I definitely saw that when I was oh, growing what up. Was it? What one of the things he came up with was the, the suction cup hands. Yeah, yeah those, those all, you know, were yeah, used to those have were the Garf- a thing. I used to have the Garfield. Yeah, Garfield, yeah. Garfield, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely, yeah. All right, Micah, seven word synopsis. Uh, it's so scary, it'll uncross your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking octopus thing came out there. Trailer. <laughs> Started swinging. Okay. Here I go. 
Dr. Catheter, if COVID were a person. You right. Why is it always the mohawked one? <laughs> Mohawks are evil. Yeah. Put everything into canned food and shotguns. Oh. <laughs> I about <laughs> shot my pants. That came out. I forgot when they were in the stock rooms. <laughs> when he's so in the, the Brady one, yeah. And he's like, you need to call your family and tell them put everything into shotguns and canned food. The other gremlins were like, bye, sell, bye. Just yelling at his phone, <laughs> just messing up the stock market. Oh, my God. And then my alliterative, treacherous, tiny terrors transmogrify, transmogrify in Trumpish Tower. Hey, that's a good one. Yes. <laughs> transmogrify is a fun word. That is. I was going to say, that's a hardcore word. <laughs> okay, this film came out June 15th, 1990. Damn, this movie's old as balls. So, Ouch. Uh, what do you guys think? The... That means I'm old as balls. Yeah. <laughs> Otis is old. This came yeah. out. Otis is the oldest person at this table. I don't know what he's talking about. 14 days before I was born. <laughs> and he just got older. Yeah. yeah. I so, what do you guys think the budget for Gremlins 2 was? Katie. 40 million. 40 bones. Emma. So, I also wrote that. So, I'm going to take it to Bada Bing. Forty-five dollar dues. Forty-five dollar dues, Micah. I'm gonna lowball it and say twenty-seven. Twenty-seven dollar dues, Mikey. Should have went the other way. The budget was fifty dollar dues. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, and I'm gonna take it up a, a dollar dues. Take like, it hey. up a notch. Forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, what I said, Otis. Come yeah. on, what are you talking about? <laughs> so what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Two hundred dollar dues. Two hundred. Emma. Eighty dollar dues. Eighty, Micah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, three hundred and fifteen. Jesus, Ooh. Micah. <laughs> Y'all out here thinking nineteen ninety had money? <laughs> well, they did, but there'd definitely be a trilogy of. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm thinking nostalgia money on this one. Yeah. Uh, I get what you're going for, everybody, actually, but no. The box office was forty-one dollar dude. No! Fuck, really? Yowza. So no. like, like, like what I said Yikes. earlier, if Joe Dante didn't want to do another one right after, that's kind of the issue with it. You wait six to seven years yeah. on yeah. something that's hot, and then people are like, guess what's cool. Well, and I'm sure it's, All those it's kids too, got it's older. too yeah. long for hype money and not long enough for nostalgia money. Yes. Well, and I'm so. sure that there was the big idea, because the problem with the first one was that it was too gruesome. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people were thinking, oh, well, this one's going to be really gruesome. Either I'm not going to see it because it's too gruesome, or I want to go see it because it will be gruesome. Yeah. And it ended up not being gruesome, so the people who were there for the blood and gore of it all mm-hmm. were just like, well, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm going to tell yeah. all my friends, don't go see this movie. Yeah. So, like I said, all the reviews and stuff, uh, kind of on both sides of the, the fence, Leonard Maltin, hey, you remember that scene in the movie where that dude's reviewing the first Gremlins movie? It got meta <laughs> as fuck, and then he gets choked out by the Gremlins? That's Leonard Maltin, and that was his real review of the first yep. movie. So Just they, kidding, 10, 10! Yeah. <laughs> so they had him in the movie and did that part, and then the Gremlins was like, let's kick his ass, and they beat him up. <laughs> uh, but he actually liked this movie a lot. He's like, I like the meta fuck. parts with Hulk yeah. Hogan. And yeah, they mess up the tape. And yeah. Hulk, Hulk, like, <laughs> He's like, sorry, sorry, folks. Let your Gremsters know. Yeah. 
you think the Grimsters can handle the Hulkster? They're like, he's I don't like, think we can handle that. This <laughs> <laughs> grandma's uh, like, nah, man, that's nah. Hulkster. He's like, that's a big dude. <laughs> let's turn, let's turn this tape back on. I like. Hey, Brandy Smurf, you have an anti-Hulk potion? Right. They sure did switch it. They're like, no, I'm not fighting him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just either you didn't like the silliness of it. Or you did, or you just wanted oh. more blood. Like I said before, when we did the first Gremlins, I would love a rated R Gremlins movie. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd watch the fuck out of it. Put them in Deadpool. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'd watch the fuck out of that. Deadpool versus the Gremlins. Oh my god, when the when the when they gave the bat wings to the one Gremlins that was out, it's the bat logo. The bat signal. Like, Deadpool, Deadpool gets gizmo, mm-hmm. right? And they're like BFFs, and then... Somehow they get wet, and then that's just the whole Somehow movie. he loses just... his hand again, and it's another little baby hand, yep. and they, like, high-five with a baby yes. hand. Oh, yeah, oh my God, yes. So, uh, but yeah, I'm sad that there hasn't been a trilogy, but in 2015, Billy, or Zach Galligan, uh, he confirmed that there's going to be a third film, and it's going to be a sequel and not a reboot, because people heard that it was going to be, they were going to start over. Everybody's like, no, because we want this Billy. We don't want a young, stupid Billy. We want older Billy mm-hmm. with an older gizmo. And they were like, okay. So uh, in 2017, Chris Columbus, not the one that discovered shit, uh, the one that did Harry Potter movies. He fucked shit up. And Home Alone and <laughs> yeah. other things. The good uh, Chris Columbus. He's going to be involved with it. And he's aggressively working on a Gremlins 3 movie. Nice. And so... Uh, he loves practical effects. Yes. So. And that's what he said. He said, oh, uh, November 2020, he said that no CGI will be used for the Gremlins. Yes! Traditional puppets and animatronics. Hell will, yeah! Will continue to be used. So I guess... Hell yeah. Oh my god, the puppets are going to look so good. We just yep. watched the preview for the new Fraggle Rock that's coming out and the puppets look yeah. incredible. Like It's, it's gonna like be... the redo of Dark Crystal. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So I'm very pumped. Uh, new Gremlins. That'll be great. Yeah. There, there are people that love I will be in the theater for show. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's people that love the mythos of it, and they're like, I just want another one. And the people that are still alive that were in these, Howie Mandel can still do that gizmo voice. There's billions of people that can do it if he doesn't want to. Uh, all the people that did all the Gremlins scary voices are still alive. Please make another one. Yep. Just keep it going. I will literally make t-shirts that say, shut up or Hulk Hogan will get you. <laughs> to wear my <laughs> God. Can you handle? Put <laughs> John Glover in it. Hulkster? Put John Glover in it. Make yes. make Billy and and uh, have them Kate, be partners. Make Billy and Kate like living in his new suburban oh like town, and like John Glover's running like his, it, running his yeah. clamp. John Glover's thing. like the mayor of the town because he in, he That's built cool. it. Yeah. Yes. Go Chris back Columbus, to the I know you're town. listening. Take that idea. <laughs> Take that. Idea. We don't care. We just want the yep. movie. Go I don't get Lionel Clamp. Yeah, I don't. I don't need royalties. I just need. Nay. Yeah, I just want the movie. I just want the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh, Minority Kill Count. I don't remember anybody that wasn't white dying. Yes, the maid that was watching. That's the wrong movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't remember anybody in a washing movie. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, I, I can't think of anybody. That's no, I wasn't paying what? enough attention. There's a but lot there were, of white people. There was a jump. lot of death. Yeah. And a, it was a mostly white A lot of people getting eaten. That dude yeah. fell off the fucking stairs I can't. with like 20 gremlins on him, so he's gone. The only yeah. minority that I know of was the cameraman, and he made it all the oh, way Oh, yeah, through. he made it. I'm, so, I'm proud yeah. of him. I'm proud of him. He should have died. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. So, no. 
So do we, I know how to operate a camera? I am the camera. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at oh, racial stereotypes. Poor oh my god, right? That Man. actor. At least yeah. he got a job. That actor, though. I mean, he like, yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. He really leaned into the like, I'm Asian and I do all the Asian hey things. Back then, it got you a fucking job. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Garbage. So we are at 197 and a Tito Turtle. I mean, we can count the Gremlins as minorities. No, they were way, they were way no, too many. No, there were like 700 were minorities in that movie. They were in there singing Tito Turtle and a couple of Melty Boys. It's right. <laughs> okay, does anybody have anything else to say about Gremlins 2, the new batch? Um, I just want to say that the twins from the lab um, that were Martin and Lewis, as in Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, <laughs> um, their names in real life are Dan... And Don. Oh my God! So their no. parents really went out on a limb for that one. Yeah. Ugh. Just fun fact. Well, it's probably <laughs> Daniel and Donald, which is a big difference. Yeah, but no. to Those know parents, that no, at Dan that point they parents. would be Dan and Don. No. Yeah. Parents said Dan and Don. That's y'all names. Because we're assholes. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Nope. It's okay. adorable. It's very cute. Okay, so that is the end of the show. So, if you have any other cool questions about Mogwai or, or why little green people killing humans makes me makes me laugh so much, Otis, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. One time. Oh, we have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, uh, a studio fitas. Thank you so much for the artwork. Uh, we really love it. I need to get in touch with you guys. Make some more artwork. The music you're listening to right now, that is Flippin' the Combined Effort. Flip and the CE anywhere online, you can find them. Uh, yeah, so this February, we'll be doing a lot of funny stuff. There's going to be a Valentine's Day episode, and I'm very excited because I watched this movie around Valentine's Day when it came out. So I'm very pumped for it. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week hey we're back next week yeah we're all back from vacation we're back next week with another scary movie okay bye guys bye toots <laughs> okay no tv okay <laughs> No, no cable. It's more? No. Hulu? Netflix? Jesus.